And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck the truck? Head to death. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Because if we ever do, yo, TV, pop the trunk. Because we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a po-po, He is Jalen Anthony. Bro. I just want the people to appreciate the flavor that we have break. on this program. Hit the And the break. best intro Hit in the, the game. Breaks. And, and wait till we add go, Chuck D. How come you get free? How come you get free reign to do whatever you want with our very consistent intro? Every time I do something different, every time I do something a little whatever, it's old. We got to talk about it for 30 seconds. Every time. We gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it for three minutes if I mess up the intro. But you, Darrell Rebus over here, you can just give your own little speech. You can get on your little soapbox. Thank you, Reg. Thank you, Reg, for adding Uncle Chuck D. And, and, and here's the thing, Jacoby. I don't get free reign to do what I want to do. This is why as soon as I Darrell Revis, you immediately said hit the brakes. You didn't allow mm-hmm. me to keep going. You yeah. stopped the proceedings. You're, you're absolutely right. You stopped you're immediately. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Chandler yeah. Rose. That's exactly what that, I did. That's what makes our program. See, here, here's what makes our program amazing that I want people to understand. You're listening to two individuals. Yes, we work together. And mm-hmm. we send corporate emails. And Jacoby does the rundown with Harlan and Lisa and Demetrius and Rich. Does a great job of producing the pot and all of that. But you also listening to two guys that'll break bread together when this is over. So oh, yeah. I can't wait till the season ends. I cannot wait till the season ends. I miss yes, you. Yes, I'm going on this amazing vacation with my wife, Molly. She talking about going to Bali. She talking about going to Dubai. I'm like, wait a minute. These emails look like 50, these emails look like $50,000. I got to work. You know what I'm saying? And then I get to go back to New York City and hang out with my brother Jacoby. I, know, I miss you. And I just tell you guys, I look forward to this so much. And we will always get a people what they want. Last night in Game 3, the people of Canada got what they wanted. The Warriors were playing without Klay Thompson, without Kevin Durant, and it sure looked like it. The Raptors led throughout the entire game, fueled by good performances by basically the whole roster, but especially Kyle Lowry and the claw, Kawhi Leonard, with the quietest 30 points I've ever seen in a playoff game. Jalen, what was the key to the Raptors' Game 3 win? You mentioned his name, Kyle Lowry. This gentleman... Combined for 20 points in the first two games. Not only did he have 23 in game three, he also had nine assists. He always does a terrific job of sacrificing his body, taking charges, diving for loose balls. I'm happy he didn't backhand slap the person in the front row that pushed him after he tried to do a hustle play, kept himself composed. And he did a terrific job along with Danny Green of outplaying everybody that played in the backcourt not named Steph Curry. Sean mm-hmm. Livingston started the game. He wasn't effective. Neither no. was Andre Iguodala. Neither was McKinney. And I was looking closer at McKinney. Don't he look like Papoose? A little bit. A he little really bit. Does he does to me. He does. And by he does. the way, 
Because Pap, Pap got bars. I follow him on IG. But however, when Kyle Lowry is aggressive, and I always say this to Chauncey Billups when we watching the game, when he actually plays like a point guard, not a shooting guard, mm-hmm. not somebody that's going to defer, somebody that's going to attack the basket to make plays for himself, I appreciated him dribbling and probing. I like when he went down to the court, went underneath the hoop, dribbled it out the other side, drew a couple of fouls doing it, dropped a couple of dimes doing it. He was in control of his game. He was confident. He talked about playing better on the road, and it showed in game three. He did. It was also a really good performance from those two, like the sort of the, the two guys outside of Pascal Siakam. They really looked to for the Raptors to play well. Ka- uh, Kawhi and Kyle did it, but there was someone in a Raptors uniform last night that's just had such a curious journey through these playoffs, and that's Danny Green. Danny Green was almost unplayable in the Eastern Conference Finals. If you look at his numbers in the Eastern Conference Finals, right, and his numbers in the Finals, it's night and day. Jalen, how can someone go from playing and shooting so poorly to playing and shooting so well just from a change of scenery and series? This is an easy answer. He's a member of The Rock. And Jay-Z and Beyonce were at the game representing our family. And he had a level of confidence knowing that his peoples was in the building representing. He was telling the crowd to look at the scoreboard. He was doing chase down blocks. He was making contested threes. And he does this weird three-point shot that only he makes. When he jumps, he leans, and his forward. legs are basically almost kicking kicking his – it's almost like his heels are kicking his butt. And he still makes the shot. He's the only guy that I see that's really accurate doing that. Yep. And so playing with that level of confidence on the roll was major for the Toronto Raptors. This is why they now hold a 2-1 lead in the series. And then one thing about Green that people might not know their history is he played phenomenally in one NBA final series for the Spurs. There's one series for the Spurs where it wasn't Tim Duncan, it wasn't Tony Parker, it wasn't Manny Ginobili. It was Danny Green that the Heat had to focus on. And this was his third time making six plus threes in an NBA finals game, second only to a gentleman by the name of Stephen Curry. Now, Steph Curry was pretty much all alone last night. And Jalen, I have a little theory. Sure, he had 47 points. He did everything he could. He was diving for loose balls in the fourth quarter. He left his heart and soul out there on the court in Oracle last night. But even if Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson come back, I still feel like it's going to take this type of effort from Steph in almost every game left in the finals for them to be successful because KD and Klay will be hobbled. Do you agree with that theory? I agree with that theory. This is why if the Golden State Warriors are going to be champions this season, Stephen Curry will get his first finals MVP because Mm. that's what it's going to take. And I like you mentioning Clay returning, but he will be a version of himself, not 100%. I don't believe KD is going to play in game four. I know he's been clear for some three-on-three activities today. But three-on-three ain't five-on-five, number one. Number two, it's hard to generate getting in not only game shape, 
but NBA Finals intensity. This is why after game one, when Boogie played eight minutes, it was really non-effective. And then played game two and played 28 minutes. The first thing I said on this program was that there may be a crash in game three. Because it's just hard for a guy that's coming back from injury to sustain that level of intensity and health when he's coming back from a major injury that forces Clay to miss game three and it's forced KD to miss the last month. Well, there's one thing that happened during this game, Jalen, that I thought of you. Nope, it wasn't anything about your waves. It wasn't anything about NBA countdown <laughs> happened at halftime. It was this. You have noticed something about Kawhi Leonard over the course of these finals that he would change his game a little bit. He hadn't been dunking on people the way he had in previous series. Well, last night, the Kawhi dunk returned. Sure, he traveled and gathered a little bit, but he got a dunk through. While he didn't look like himself, is this a good sign for the Raptors moving forward in the series? This is a great sign for the Raptors, but it still shows me that he isn't as healthy as he was at periods throughout the season. You know why? When the last time you seen a right-hand player like Kawhi with his power and his athleticism actually dunk with his dominant hand? That lets you know he's favoring his knee. And so now when he drives to the basket, that's why he had to gather himself to get a level of confidence like, oh, I still got this. And when he did that dunk, he started to run faster. He made a couple of threes. He dived on the floor for loose balls. He actually did a great job of creating for others, giving the ball up a little bit earlier, understanding the double team is coming, and yep. like I predicted, get away from running all of those pick and rolls with Marcus Gasol because all they're going to do is, is blitz him. And mm-hmm. so now all of a sudden, you get Serge Ibaka in the game in the second half, and he was terrible the first two games. And then in the second half, he starts scoring. He starts blocking shots. He started playing quality minutes. He had six of them on the night. It was a total team effort by Toronto. Good second half from Serge. Jalen Rose, during the course of this entire game, I was sidetracked by something that's very important. It's time for News That Matters. I always watch every second of NBA Countdown, and the start of yesterday's (laughs) NBA Countdown well, let's just let's just watch. I have a confession to make. Whoa! I just had to go to the bathroom. A number a one or a number I had to go two? To the bathroom. But why did you need a wheelchair to get to the bathroom? It was that bad. I, it was something went down. I had to. <laughs> go to the oh, you were streaking. Okay, anywho, injuries. So Jalen, he then tweeted later, basically a denial and saying that he was joking. What? You were there on set. I have a question for you, sir. He said he did it, and he said he did not. His nickname is The Truth. Which truth is the truth for the truth? Did he say it as a joke and jest, or did he deny something that he regretted confessing to? I love my Countdown family so much, and Michelle Vito is a terrific captain. I have to say this, though. Paul Pierce, when he was in that wheelchair, it looked more like he was going to open heart surgery than the bathroom. <laughs> Did you see the look on his face? The Thank anguish, you. the pain. Thank you. He didn't look, look like look somebody look that just 
streaked in his pants. Not at all. Nope. No, thank you. Because he actually got hurt. Like, you try to tell me that this is all a big ruse, that he's faking this right now because he has to go to the bathroom. You try to tell me he's getting carried around. All of these hands are next to that area because he has to go to the bathroom. See, he's lying. He's lying in the microphone. And we have inside information that this might have been an inside job. What? Your countdown brethren may have corroborated, collaborated, and colluded to make this a joke that was kind of premeditated that just went awry. And now the entire world thinks that Paul Pierce pooped. I'm what? so glad that we cleared this up here on Jalen and Jacoby. Finally, once and but for all. But here's the important the thing truth for you. About the truth. Yes, sir. I- I want to make sure my nephew Quincy understands this. It's okay to poop in your pants. A Hall of Famer like Paul Pierce allegedly did it as well. Your nephew Quincy pooped in his pants last Saturday. Big shout to him. His birthday is this Saturday. Let's get the people there. Saturday, Q-Man turned six. It's a big deal around the house, and we want to give him some special experiences. So we want to take him to a Broadway play. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of places you can buy tickets for a Broadway play. He's going to Lion King. And Auntie Judy was going to buy those tickets. I said, you know what? Buy those tickets from SeatGeek. Because there's so many ticket sites. There's so many different tickets out there. There's so many different ways to get tickets. What SeatGeek does is they go to all of those sites and bring all of those available tickets to you all in one place. And everything that you buy on SeatGeek is 100% guaranteed. And when you use the SeatGeek app, guess what? It has green tickets and red tickets. You know what the green ones mean? Good deal. Red ones, bad deal. So it's so easy to use. They show you what the view is going to be like when you click on the seat. It is the best way to buy tickets. I use it all the time. They have sports, live music, comedy, and more. SeatGeek has tickets for everything you're looking for all in one place. And here's the thing. There's over 50,000 five-star reviews for SeatGeek. That's customer satisfaction. They pull together millions of tickets from all over the web. Rate each deal on a scale from 1 to 10. It's just the easiest way to buy tickets. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the fastest and easiest way to find tickets. In fact, I just used this app. For Q-Man's birthday. SeatGeek will give you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase as well. All you need to do is use our promo code. Download the SeatGeek app to your phone. Use the promo code Jacoby for $10 off your very first purchase. That's promo code Jacoby, J-A-C-O-B-Y, for $10 off. Get the SeatGeek app on your phone. You get $10 off. Get out there. Enjoy life. Jalen. Sounds like Klay Thompson is going to be active, going to be in the game, going to be available to the Warriors for Game 4. KD, you have told us you don't believe we'll play. But my question for you is, if these players come back, specifically Klay, who we know is going to come back, what will happen? Will they be hobbled, and how will they be able to help, not just offensively, but defensively? If if you're the Raptors, the word that comes to mind is attack. Mm. Because when you miss a game... It takes you not very long to get winded at the start of the first quarter. So those guys are going to need a blow. And both of those guys are distance shooters. Clay's one of the best catch-and-shoot players that the game has seen. KD's one of the best scorers that the game has seen. So now the pieces on the chessboard look a little bit different as you try to integrate those guys back into the lineup. 
What's going to happen with Andre Iguodala? Does he stay in the lineup? Does he go out of the lineup? Well, how does that affect the bench? What about Sean Livingston's minutes? What about Quinn Cook's minutes? Trying to juggle all those variables. But the elephant in the room is Draymond Green is a version of himself when KD is playing up front along with Boogie. He doesn't have the same space to operate. He doesn't have the opportunity to continue to push the pace like you saw against Portland, like you saw in the first two games of the series. He averaged eight points this year. He wasn't the same player with those guys on the floor. Now it takes a minute to integrate those guys. Now, these are first world problems, okay? Because without those guys, they still had a two-time MVP on the floor. They still had DeMarcus Cousins, who started in the All-Star game last year, and Draymond Green, who's wearing three championship rings. So nobody's going to feel sorry for the Golden State Warriors. The only thing I feel sorry for is the people of Oakland. So let me get this right. You win three championships in four years playing in the Bay, playing at Oracle for 47 years. Now you're going to take the cash and move to the suburbs? Man, that, that, that makes me feel bad for the city of Oakland. It really does. Of course, I feel bad for the city of Oakland as well. But Draymond Green sort of spoke about this no one feels sorry for the Warriors perspective after the game. Let's listen to Day Day. No one cared that guys are hurt. Everybody want to see us lose. So I'm sure people are happy they're hurt. We just got to continue the battle and win the next game, go back to Toronto, win game five, come back to Oracle, win game six, and then celebrate. Fun time. Okay, well, there's two things to talk about there, but I want to start with where he started. Do people root against this team because they have so many good players? Not at all. The Golden State Warriors... Anybody that's under 18 and really just started to fall in love with the game over the past five years, they all love Steph Curry. They all root for the Warriors. Draymond Green knows that, but he's in battle mode. That's the word that he used. And so when you're in the foxhole, it's a we against the world mentality. I'm just disappointed that he didn't wear the the, the double piece, the, the... the blazer that he wore to the game, I'm just disappointed he didn't wear it to the press conference. Yeah. Did I you see that it? Too. Yeah. I noticed that, too. It's almost like if they won, he would have wore the blazer. But since they lost, he's like, forget it. I'm just going to throw the white tee on. I'm just going to throw the white tee on. I'm mad. But I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Because that's how I am, too. I love that. Like, in today's NBA, you see guys going to the game, posting their model pics on IG, Get blown by 20, still posting they fits on IG. Draymond Green from Saginaw. He like, if we win, then I'll go to the press conference with my costume on. If we lose, I'm going to just fall back and rock my frames. I ain't mad so, at it at all. I'm glad that we broke that down because I had those very same thoughts and we're on the same page. Because sometimes there's a video that we just really need to analyze and break down. So we have a segment called Going to the Table. Kawhi Leonard is not a warm guy, not a big personality guy, not a vocal leader. But Jalen, before the game, let's just watch Norman Powell try to give this man a pound. So this is Norman Powell's hand right there on the right. Kawhi sees the hand, looks in his eyes, and points like, nah, I'm going this way. What? Jalen, what is happening here? Why doesn't he just give him a pound? 
<laughs> so I don't want to make excuses for Kawhi not giving a teammate a pound because I've always been that high five, handshake, pat on the backside type of rah-rah teammate. That's my personality. But there are certain guys that have routines. I played with a Hall of Famer named Reggie Miller, and I know when he gets fouled, he's going to go to the table, put some rosin on his hands, and go to the free throw line and shoot 90%. I shouldn't come and try to give him that because I know he's not going to dap me up because he got rosin on his hands. I made that mistake before. I tried to go give him that, and I felt like he left me hanging. And I did feel some type of way about it until he made both free throws. Kawhi, as long as they go out and ball, I'm trying to tell you, you don't care what those guys do. As long as they great players and they lead you, I don't care if they stay out until 5 in the morning. I don't care if they don't give handshakes. I don't, I don't care, care if they don't talk you go to the out. media. I don't care how many points you score. I don't care who you lock down. I don't care how many MVPs you got. I don't care if your finals MVP two times over. I don't care if you bring a championship to the country of Canada for the first time. You better give me a pound when I stick my hand out, dog. It's not that hard. I'm not asking much of you. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for a kidney. I just want you to give me a pound. That's not a sacrifice. It takes you nothing. It's harder for you to point than it is for you to pound. Come on, Kawhi. <laughs> you just lost your final. He didn't want to hold the Easter Conference Championship trophy up either. Nope. But he was forced to do it. He's held up the real championship, and he hopes to get a chance to do it again. You will back up any basketball player no matter what they do. No matter what they do. <laughs> Jalen Rose, we have some news that has nothing to do with Game 3 in the NBA Finals. But we need your help. We need you to take us behind the curtain. Hollywood, Florida police are telling us that there was an incident at Le'Veon Bell's house. Le'Veon Bell had two women over his house. He then went to the gym. When he returned from the gym, those two women were gone. And so was over a half a million dollars of jewelry. How does this happen? And how much of the blame is on Le'Veon Bell? Take us behind the curtain. No bell, no blame is on Le'Veon. Here's why. I'm pretty sure the jury is insured. And I just appreciate the fact that he had two women over his house at the same time and he called them his girlfriends. That's what I got from the story. That's what I got from the story. That was your big takeaway from the story. He's going to get his money back. That's my big takeaway. You're happy that he had two women over his house that he called his girlfriend. I see why he's not at voluntary camp. It makes sense now. It makes sense now. You know, Jalen, you know what I've been doing? What's that? Spending time with my kids. Had, had a date with my wife. I've been working out like six days a week, playing hoops. You know what I'm ready to do? Throw all that out the window and start hanging out with Jalen Rose again. You know what I mean? I'm ready. You know what? I mean, wait, once a week. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been, I've been a good boy. We got to go retro. And the thing is, and the, and the great thing is, your wife is beautiful. Your kids are fun. You're being, you're, you're the best, you're the best dad around. But you know what else you are? You're a great friend. Great friend. You know, having hey, hey. lunch and brunch and dinner. And you're the guy that takes me through New York City via subway. Cause when I walk through that place by myself, I get lost. 
You do. I get Jalen Rose. Jalen, yo, Jalen, I take I take Jalen on the subway, and he acts like it's like I speak Mandarin or something. He's so impressed. He's like, how do you know which one to get on? How do you know which way it's going? You know how to transfer train to another train? He acts like it's this skill. Like I learned how to juggle knives or something. It's like, dog, every there's millions and millions of people. Everybody in this city knows exactly how to do that. It's so easy, honestly. It's like me asking you how to shoot a basketball. It's crazy. But now. Since we only have a half an hour television show today, there's a lot we have to get through. And there's some things that just didn't make the show that I want to talk to you about. So right here in New York City, not taking the subway, walking the streets just like you, a gentleman by the name of Kyrie Irving was spotted walking through the front door of a townhouse on 72nd between 2nd and 3rd. Right next to an express train stop, mind you. Great place to live. Jalen, can I do the media man thing? Media member thing, I should say. And take this way too far, saying he spent a lot of time in his hometown of New Jersey. Saw that video a couple days ago. Now he's walking around Manhattan. He could be at the beach. He could be anywhere in the world, but he's right here with us. Does this mean he will be joining the Nets and the Knicks? So... For credibility purposes, I want to make sure I stay consistent. I've never been a guy that came on your television set or spoke into a microphone and waffled about anything. If I have a belief, I'm going to stand on it. Like like T. Grizzly, 10 toes down. And here's what I have to say about Kyrie Irving. He will be playing basketball in New York City next year. I'm not saying, oh, if KD does this. I'm not saying if Danny Ainge says that. I'm not saying, oh, he talked to LeBron James and their relationship is a lot better. I'm not saying, hey, he will fit well with the Clippers and it's going to be their turn in L.A. I have said one thing the entire year. That will be Kyrie's last year playing with the Celtics. I am not surprised he's looking for places or visiting some spot in New York City. He is from Jersey. He does make millions of dollars to play sports and advertise products. So he could buy a property anywhere. He He's an adult. He's allowed to visit anywhere. But I want to make sure I stay consistent. And not just in New York City. Let me nail this down a little bit more. Oh. With the new with the New York Knickerbockers. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not saying. Uh, let, let me let let me be a little more direct because flex. here's my theory. Let me hear it. You don't leave Boston that has a better basketball team than whoever you're going to join this year. It's just that you didn't help elevate them because they made the conference finals without you. And go to the team in the secondary, you know, and go to the number two team in a large market. Looking at you, Clippers. Looking at you, Nets. If KD leaves the Warriors and Kyrie leaves the Celtics, those are really good situations. Don't the Celtics have more championships than any team in the history of the NBA? Yes. The Lakers? Don't they have? No, the Celtics, 17. You're such a die-easy fan. You don't even know how many championships your team got. My hometown team, I know. How about that? 
the, the, aren't the Golden State Warriors the closest thing we've seen to a dynastic situation in decades in the NBA since Michael since Air Celtics, Jeffrey Jordan the Celtics won all those championships. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to leave the Warriors and you're going to leave the Celtics, you ain't going to the JV team in the market. It don't work like that. Nope. You're going for the big stage. And the big stage is Madison Square Garden. That's what I'm going on wax to say. So here's the thing. As someone who is a die-easy Knicks fan, you're Kyrie Irving. You're looking at your new teammates. Like, all right, we got Mitchell Robinson, Dennis Smith Jr., Tim Hardaway Jr., Frank Nielakina, Kevin Knox. Like, it, it, that doesn't sound great. That sounds like a little bit what we saw last night with Steph Curry, you know? <laughs> so hit the brakes. Here's what I'm trying to stress to you. The Clippers and the Nets both did an amazing job of creating two max spots, outplaying expectations. Jerry West is a wizard at putting together basketball teams. Steve Mm -hmm. Ballmer has more money than God. Doc Rivers is a terrific coach. They even made the playoffs and pushed the Golden State Warriors more than people thought that they could. The Nets, whether it's Spencer Dinwiddie, whether it's Karis LeVert before he got injured, whether it's D'Angelo Russell making his first all-star team, did an amazing job with Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson of building something that looks special going forward. But both of those guys already got championships, Jacoby. Both of those guys have already got max deals, Jacoby. If you're going to leave your current situation, the best opportunity for you is to go where they have a blank canvas and to build around you all of the players that you just named the new york knicks can snap their fingers and trade or get rid of Hmm. just like that boom that ain't gonna happen with the clippers that ain't gonna happen with the nets if kate if Kyrie going goes to join the nets who's gonna be a starting center next year jared allen Yep. Facts. Facts. Good, bad, or indifferent. That's going to be a starting center. I like Jerry Allen a lot. But he looked like me trying to guard Joel Embiid at certain points of the game. Okay. If he goes to the Clippers, who's going to have the ball in the fourth quarter between him and Lou Will? Flip a coin. Because Lou Will going to sure. get buckets. He going to have the ball. So yep. so you going to play them together? No. So so Lou Will going to be spotting up now? Sometimes. Nope. No. What about Shake Hill just Alexander? They not getting rid of him. Nope. He's a good young prospect out of Kentucky. He had 20-plus points against the Warriors. He balled. That's a built-in situation. With the New York Knicks? Rucker Park, dog. Big stage. Spike Lee back in the garden. We're building around you. I didn't see him go hug his dad on the floor after the game with the Nets. I didn't see that. Well, no. I didn't see that either. But there, the, was no, there, the there was no game, nostalgia there. The Knicks game, yeah, I remember. There, I do there, remember there, that. Yeah. There were, there were no tears in Brooklyn. 
We had to for we had to force them to get rid of the Captain America statue in the front of the building. <laughs> Kyrie go to the Kyrie go to the Knicks and play seven good seasons. They gonna retire his number. Well, he go between the legs and behind the back. I can already see the the last OG Tracy Morgan wearing this jersey. Already see this. Of course. Jalen, here's another thing. What do I like when it comes to jobs, especially new jobs? What do I like? David Jacoby stresses keep expectations, expectations low. low. And don't and you're not doing that. You ready for this? We just saw him do that in Boston. Join the team. That made the conference finals without him. Expectations sky high. Rejoin the team, but yeah, they weren't exactly. able to meet him. Another thing is this: they Jay, weren't able to meet him. Nope. Jay, if if the the Nets and the Clippers, they didn't just make the playoffs this year. They played well in the playoffs this year. They did. They played well. Did they both get bounced? Yeah. Yep. But they played pretty well. They made a little bit of noise. Yeah. And here's the thing: if you join the You're Knicks, not- you can get swept in the first round. If you're Kyrie, you can get you 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 can be the you can be the second seed, get swept in the first round, and Nick's faithful will still be like, you know what? Next year we'll build off that. We got some playoff experience. Everything's gonna be fine. And here's where I want to give New York City credit as a Detroit kid. They played against the Gauchos when I was young, when they had Jamal Mashburn Mm. and those cats. Kyrie Irving is built for the Rucker stage at the Garden based on his style of play. Oh, yeah. I can already see the oohs and ahs. I can you ain't already even hear the layup, Kyrie. You ain't even got to finish the layup, Kyrie. Just chop somebody up. That's all we care about. That's all we care about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, his game is tailor-made for that stage. You and I know this. Yeah. You don't leave Boston to go to the Nets. Nope. I'm with it. You, you know don't what? do I'm that. I'm convinced. You so don't real do quick, that. real quick, we gotta move on, but real quick, is KD coming too, Jay? And we putting it on wax. Yes, I believe he is. How about this? This is the best. This is the my, best. What that's like my si- That's that. That's like my sister Joey Jacoby leaving you for Tom Cruise. You don't do that. No. He ain't got nothing on you. Nope. Tom Cruise got nothing on me. He's short. Nope. He's short. He's in that religion. You can, take, uh-uh. you can take him to the post all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tom, Tom he doesn't the, want this work. He ain't got nothing on your yeah. behind Tom the Cruise back doesn't pass. want this work. Tom Cruise doesn't want this work. He's going to have to jump off the I couch never, just to block my shot. <laughs> no doubt about it. David Jacoby juggles three kids like he's in Las Vegas. I ain't never seen Tom Cruise do that. Nope. Mm-mm. Jalen, I'm so excited that R.J. Barrett, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant are coming back to the Knickerbockers to rebuild, start together. Oof, I can see it already. Don't sleep on Desmond Jr. too. I love it. Good for the New York Knicks. What a day. And on Kevin Knox. You don't have to lose anybody to add them. Nope. You don't have nope. to lose anybody. I like Robinson. So whoever fits, whoever fits, you keep. And don't underestimate this. You don't think people are gonna come? You don't think people are gonna want to come play with them? 
Oh, get that minimum. You get that boogie, that boogie cousins minimum, minimum type of guy. You get those little, those little veterans that just like, oh, that would be fun. I want to play in the garden 41 times. I want to ride the coattails of KD and Kyrie in the Eastern Conference. Definitely host yeah. a playoff, a playoff series. If not, be the number one seed. Why not? Have you ever heard of a guy named Kawhi Leonard? You see what he just did with the Toronto Raptors? Of course. Serge Ibaka and Marc Gasol are in their 30s. So is Kyle Lowry in their 30s. Kawhi Leonard out here averaging 30 ran through the future super team in the Philadelphia 76ers. Ran through this year's MVP in the Greek Freak. Ran through him. So I'm a pencil You'll down. Kyrie, Kyrie and KD, you'll be a problem. I'm, I'm already. I'm you know what I hear? I hear something in my ear. I hear something. What's, what's that? What's happening? What's happening? Again? I hear something. Something's in your ear. I already hear. I already hear New York City fans front running. That's the one thing I learned. I will learn that about New York City. If we, if the world gives y'all an inch, y'all take a mile. Y'all get a rope. Y'all turn into cowboys. If people walking. The face of the earth that feels like they have 27 championships because they've rooted for the Yankees. Free, free, like, free, like free, feels like free. I, I'm a, I'm a champion at life because Jim. I root for the Yankees. There will be literally hundreds of thousands of New Yorkers wearing New York Knicks gear next season that don't know who the head coach is right now. I promise you that. I promise you. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people that literally cannot name the head coach right now. But if Kyrie and Katie come, we'll be wearing New York Knickerbocker gear. God, what a great day for Knicks fans. What a day to be left. Jalen, I noticed something on Countdown. I think that all of the attention to the Paul Pierce poop controversy just really diverted some of the attention from what I really saw on NBA Countdown yesterday. You know I don't pay you a lot of compliments. You know I don't text you too much with compliments. But yesterday, you had the best hair performance of your career. The best hair performance of your career. 360 waves spinning everywhere. Hairline. Immaculate. My question for you is, after you've seen that hair performance from your follicles yesterday, are you going to fly Shiz to Canada? Does Shiz have a passport? And we putting it on wax. So here's the amazing thing about my brother, Sean Porter, who's been cutting my hair over 15 years, represents Philly to the fullest. Even he was like, you know if it's a closeout game in Toronto... For game seven, I could be there. As a matter of fact, if it's a closeout game in Golden State, for game six, I could be there. If you need me there, I'm going to be there. Because he must have felt like you felt. And here's the thing. I work with the best people in the industry. Over the last, and I am not exaggerating. You're going to really laugh when I tell you this. Over the last four years... I would say only four people have ever cut my hair. That's insane. Now, take, I'm about to give you a level of context. This is from somebody that travels really often. Oh, I know. Whether I'm in Portland, whether I'm in Toronto, whether I'm in San Francisco, whether I'm in Cleveland, 
whether I'm in LA, whether I'm in New York, whether I'm in Detroit, whether I'm in Atlanta, I frequent all of these places the last handful of years. My guy JD represents in Toronto. Shout out. My guy Andy Authentic keeps me crisp in the morning for J&J and for Get Up. Shout out. My guy Hawk kills it in Atlanta. Shout to Marcus for the intro. Shout out. And obviously my guy Shiz, the OG, the Don Dada, because he has more years than all of them combined of giving me the Picasso. So I think we may be dusting off Shia's passport because he feels like, you know what? That Jurassic Park thing looks really fun. And he's single too. So he like, you know what? I need to come mob in Toronto, get a room, (laughs) stay a couple of days. And see if I can find me a better half. That was his masterpiece right there. <laughs> yeah. That was the pinnacle. That was his high as it gets. Now, Jalen, we didn't have time to talk about this in the television program, so I wanted to address this. Kyle Lowry making a hustle play, jumps into the crowd. There's a woman in a yellow sweater that just catches, like, catches the full brunt of Kyle Lowry's momentum in size, and she gets leveled. She pops right back up like a boxer coming off the canvas. But while he's lying there, concerned about the people he just bonked into, he gets a little like passive aggressive shove on the shoulder from another fan. It was odd. The whole thing played odd to me. As someone who's been in the NBA, dealt with front row fans for 13 years, what did you think of that interaction? Well, my immediate reaction is Kyle Lowry representing Philly. I'm glad he showed a level of discipline and composure because I think 50% of people that are athletic and are six foot tall and feel like they can defend themselves in certain situations probably would have turned around and slapped the fan yeah. like it was the Three Stooges or something. Yeah. Just, just just out of muscle memory. Because you don't walk around just just pushing people. You don't you don't walk like he didn't have to do that. He was like two seats over. He really and was allegedly. He didn't even get touched. Like, I, now if I'm the guy that somebody comes barreling into and then they hurt my shoulder or my collarbone or something, I would probably be the guy that pushes the player. And but you know what the guy that's sitting two seats over, what would I'm you do? Push him, I'm going to push him and then immediately apologize. That's how I get down. I'll get emotional. I'll push him and then I'll immediately <laughs> apologize. That's how I behave. I've done but, it so many times. But I gotta point this out. But I gotta point this out though. This is really important. People pay so much money for those seats. Like you're sitting five chairs down from Beyonce and Jay, from mm. royalty. Only five chairs down means those are expensive seats. When you see an NBA basketball player off balance, running as fast as he can for a basketball. I have some simple advice. Just move out of the way. Move out of the way. Move just the move. Way. Great advice. Just move out of the way. Yep. Great I, I don't understand what people be thinking. Just move out of the way. Regina King almost got killed by Joel Embiid at the Garden earlier in the year. Yep. 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 He was just athletic and jumped over her. Move out of the way, like Ludacris said. And for those that don't know, 
I was actually in that video. Of course you were. There's a three-year stretch where you were in every single video. Hey, you know what? I'm going to have to start putting that on my profile. Video Vixen. I want to thank Jalen Rose for joining us early in the morning from the West Coast. We do not have a show on Friday or on Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday with our analysis of Game 4 and Game 5. We'll be back on Tuesday. Why is that, Kayla? We're not done. We're not done. Alone. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs>